going into the year thinking that this is going to be the best year of your life kind of sets it up for failure. <laughs> but at the same time, going into a year thinking that it's going to be mediocre and the worst time of your life is just a little sad. So this year, make 2022 your year. It doesn't mean it has to be the best. It doesn't mean it has to be the greatest of all time. You need to make the most money or you need to move out of your parents' house or you got to buy a house or you got to get a promotion at work. It's just going to be your year. I'm sipping on a nice, nice, nice coffee. I made like that, that coffee that people make in like TikToks where they put the chocolate on top and it tastes pretty good. I got to, I got to admit they did a good job on it, but we're going to talk about resolutions today and not in the way that you normally hear it because I find it's a little bit too cookie cutter and you know if you're listening to this podcast, welcome to the happy times. My name is Joey Kidney and this is not a cookie cutter podcast. We swear, we talk, we we are very blunt here and we have a conversation. This isn't just my thoughts, it's also yours and I want you to be vocal. So if you have something you want to talk about, DM me. Even if I don't reply, it's nice to get it out. It's nice to, to know that I, I, I will read it. I read all my DMs. I just don't always reply because there's a lot going on in, in life and I'm not always in the emotional scenario in order to reply, but I love hearing everyone's thoughts. So this is a conversation between you and I, even though it's just me talking for 20 minutes straight with no real script, which makes it, I don't know, I think a little bit genuine. So in whatever way that you feel like you need to, you're going to make 2022 your year. It's going to be the year of your life, not the best, <laughs> not the worst, your year. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. So some goals, some practices, and even some little things that you can do every single day or every other day for a way to change your life. Now, I have to jump in here and say thank you guys for changing mine. This past year, two years, even just like, well, I guess the pandemic years, every single one of you who listened to this podcast made my life unreal. And I owe a lot to you. If I didn't have those listening right now, I wouldn't be as successful as I am. And I, I remember I grew up wanting to be somewhat successful in my career and I always thought I would fail um, and I still can fail I'm not I'm not I'm not <laughs> saying I can't but three years ago I was stuck in my studio apartment maybe not three four years ago I was stuck in my studio apartment and I was just so depressed and so sad and so lost and I wanted to give up so many times on what I did and just looking back now I'm very happy that I kept going because I've met so many of you and you've You've all been just an amazing support to all the content that I make, and I, I just I just owe a lot to you. And I know it can be get repetitive of everybody thanking their followers, and it seems so. I don't know. Doesn't seem very genuine, but I truly mean it. I truly, truly mean it, and I don't mean it in the sense like, oh my God, you you are the only reason why I'm here. Like it's not like that. No, but you're the reason why my content is seen by a lot more people. And you're the reason why my job has been more successful and I've made it into more of a career and I'm able to now <laughs> look at starting my own life and buying a home and in investing and looking and not being scared to have a child or, uh, well, okay, hold on, I'm not going to have a child, but these are little things that I don't think you understand the impact that you made. Yes, I may do an ad every now and then and it may be annoying, but that's because you've helped me 
get to the point where I can work with amazing brands in order to make my life, you know, more livable. And not only for myself, but for my loved ones as well. And I, I thank you for that. Hmm. I'm going to take a sip of this coffee so it doesn't get cold because when co- coffee gets cold, it's so gross. Everyone. Okay. Let's get back into it or else I'm going to lose my train, train of thought. So first we need to talk about the resolutions that are we're not going to make this year, right? Because we can sit here and, and make a whole list of things that, well, let's just be honest, we're not going to do. So let's talk about the things that we should not add to a resolution list. All right. And this doesn't even matter if you're making one or if you're not making one. Let's talk about it. I got three. One, your resolutions shouldn't be something that depress you. They should be something that excite you to wake up each and every single day. So if you came up with a resolution to work out every single morning or not to drink coffee every single morning and just to drink a glass of water, you know, that's a great resolution, you know, think, drink more water. But if you fucking hate waking up and not going down to make a coffee and you love that routine, then why are you doing that to yourself? You're just, that's depressing. There's little things like, you know, those YouTube videos where people are like, oh, here's my morning routine. And this is what you need to do. And if you're not doing this, and there's these motivational speakers are saying what you need to do, which is kind of like what I'm doing right now, but I'm making it more human. <laughs> you're allowed to enjoy the little things that you actually enjoy, even if they're a little bit bad. So even if coffee isn't the best thing to have right when you wake up, because it's actually better later in the afternoon. But if you enjoy that routine, I'm not going to deprive you of that. And you shouldn't either, because that's just going to start your day off on a bad note. Now, if this was you shooting up a line (laughs) or just doing bad things, then maybe, you know, that's a different conversation. But this is just the coffee. So know your limits and uh, understand that uh, you're allowed to you're allowed to enjoy little things. So going on to number two, stop making resolutions of things you dread doing or will never do. So if you want to work out more, but you hate social interactions at the gym, then you won't go. I personally do not feel comfortable in the gym. And this isn't because like there's there's bad guys there or there's weird girls. No, it's just I don't like it (laughs) i don't like the the ego that i feel in the room especially as an empath i don't like walking into a room and then everyone feels judged every like i can feel everyone feeling judged except for like one or two people because they're the ones judging others and it's just a weird dynamic of this whole alpha situation and in the gym you can find a great community and great people and i i just have yet to find that like i know there's some people who go to crossfit gyms just because they like the how everyone motivates each other it's not about how much you can lift it's about just like pushing um which is really interesting and i used to be in a run club that i I would go to all the time but then it became something that people would compete they would be like oh what race are you doing next time or what goal are you going for and it was just like i'm just here to run and make friends but so what I do now, I work out downstairs in my basement and I'm looking to invest more in like home gym stuff. So if 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 you want to work out but you hate social interaction at a gym, then you will fail at working out more because you won't go to the gym. So make a home gym instead, which I know is expensive, but if you tally up the total, gym equipment's going to last forever. 
especially if it's used by one person who's taking care of it. It's going to be a good investment and it's a good investment on your health as well. So we're going into step three or point three, a resolution not to make three. And if you want to focus on your self-love, then you need to stop seeking out to those who don't love you to fill that need. So what I mean by that is when you find that you need to love yourself a little bit more, you need to accept your body, you need to accept your curves, you need to understand that this is the way you feel when you do this and do that and do this and you need days off and stuff like that. And you're always seeking out to somebody to fulfill that need, to em- to fill that empty void, to motivate you when you are down. Well... If they're constantly being toxic, you will never experience self-love and you will never experience self-love from someone else because that's not in the name of the game, my friend. Self-love is experienced when we're with ourselves at our most vulnerable moment. And I know that sounds scary and a lot of people think that self-love is like this all happy-go-lucky, take a bath, go buy yourself a coffee type of thing. But self-love is also going through hard times and making it through it alone. Understanding that you are strong enough to do that alone. I I think that's a beautiful thing and I think we all need to experience it. And so maybe self-love isn't always happy, but it's always you. And I think that's the most beautiful part. So don't seek out to those who are toxic in order to fulfill that need when you can do it damn well yourself. All right. Now, let's talk about the resolution. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? I would use it to try and better understand myself. I find I sometimes get lost in not understanding how I'm feeling to the point where I'm not enjoying my moment. And that's where therapy comes into play. I think it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries because it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapist if you find you aren't fitting well at any time for no additional cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today to get 10% off your first month. That's better help h e l p dot com slash happy times. Solution list of 2022 that I am actually taking part in. These are things that, you know, I thought about that are easy. I'm not going to cookie cutter, cookie coat, whatever, sugarcoat it. That's the word. These aren't things that are going to be too hard. I don't want hard things for resolutions. I think that's I think that's dumb. And you also don't need a resolution to start at, you know, January 1st every single year. You can start it December 28th. You can just start it when you're listening to this podcast. You can just start it you whenever you freaking want to start it. You can start in the middle of the year. Whenever you feel inspired. Whenever you feel like you need a change in your life. These are eight things that I've written down. Yes, I actually wrote these down. I, this is this part will be a little scripted, but these are eight things that I am going to apply to my day and my life and my week and my month and my year in order to hopefully benefit myself and benefit others around me. Because when I benefit myself, I'm a lot nicer of a person. And it's not that I'm an asshole, but I want to have the mental clarity to handle other people. 
I, I don't know if I'm the only one in this, but there's sometimes when I am so filled in my mind that I have no room for another thought from anyone else. And that makes me feel bad. I, w- I want to listen to other people, but sometimes I just I don't have the c- capacity to do it. And so hopefully these eight things hopefully clear up some room in my head and my mind and my day and everything in order to love a little more. So I'll start off with one. This is actually from Matthias James Parker. He's an amazing TikToker and psychotherapist. And this was on his list. And it really inspired me to put it on mine. And this is something I already do, but I want to remind myself to do it because I know a lot of people that are close to me that don't reply right away. And so that's number one. Start replying to texts as soon as you get them. I, I, I see a lot of people, they like get the text and then they open it and then they close it and then they put their phone down. And I'm like, what the, f- why, why would you do that? And then I have a friend who doesn't respond to me for a week and then sends me a text that's totally separate from what I sent them. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, thank you. This made me feel like absolute shit. I don't want to be that person. And I find that when we surround ourselves with people um, who we love and who are our friends, we kind of turn into them and we take on their habits. And I definitely don't want that to be mine. So start replying to texts as soon as you get them because you're not going to have a better reply later. And if you do, send it as well. But you don't seem eager replying to a text early. I know people are like, oh my God, but then my crush is going to like, no, I'm obsessed with them. <laughs> who gives a fuck? Good. They should know because you are. So it's actually an amazing thing to talk to somebody who actually wants to talk to you. Don't you love it when you send a text and you get it back like even like two minutes later, like right away. And it's just so lovely because it feels like somebody wants to be a part of your day and have a conversation with you. It's And it's amazing. And especially when we're on our phones every single day, all day long, there's no way that somebody didn't see your text unless they're playing sports or going out for a run or some, working a job that requires them to you know, be physical and use their hands. Their phone is on them. They felt the vibrate. Half of us have watches that alert us when somebody messages us. So it's just a simple change and it stops you from running from things. It is a change that you can make because your device is on you every single day. So I really encourage that one. And that's an amazing one from Matthias. Now going on to number two, focus on consistency. This is something that I am really trying to implement into my life because I have been a very active human being for my entire life. I skated out of the womb. I started playing basketball when I was three, hockey when I was three. I just like, I was always an active kid and I've always been a, a skinnier kid, but I have a lot of muscle on me. My body my body fat is like under 10%, but I don't look that big. I don't look that athletic. Um, and one of, one of my goals was to gain a little bit more muscle and, and gain a little bit more weight. And I, I was doing, I was working out and eating good every other week or every, every day or every other day. You know what I mean? So it wasn't, it wasn't consistent. It was just whenever I felt like it. So whether this is working out or drinking water or, doing your homework or whatever you can apply this to in your life, focus on consistency. Understand that it is better to be consistently good or average than occasionally amazing. Now, this isn't, that's not my quote, and it's obviously modified because that didn't come off rolling off the tongue, but consistently good 
rather than occasionally amazing. Because Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. I think Casey Neistat said something like that. Um, don't sacrifice good enough for perfect. I think he said something like that. And what, what, what I get from that is that when I'm making videos or recording podcasts, I would get in my head because I'm like, oh, this is not, this isn't, this isn't good enough. It's not perfect. Or this is good enough, but it's not perfect. And then I wouldn't post it. But then this past year, I've really, I've really applied that to my life. And I'm just like, you know what, what, what if, what if this turns out greater than I ever imagined? And this is, this is the one that is going to, this is going to change my entire life. And so I consistently made podcasts, even if it was just good enough. So being consistent, you will see more progress, even if it's average. Because the one thing that I will always guarantee progress is consistency. (laughs) Let me say that again. One thing that will always guarantee your progress is consistency. So going on to number three. Start saying no. I know a lot of people add this to their list, but almost every single day of 2021, here's what I did. I grabbed a notebook. I wrote down things that I need to do that day. Now, I know you're, you're thinking, oh, Joey's invented the journal. No, 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 no. I wrote down things that I actually need to do. This is a to-do list. And this isn't things that I want to do. These are things that I need to get done. These are things that I, I, I am going to get done. It's not things that, you know, I, I wish I could do. So I don't cross it off. No, it's things that I'm actually going to cross off that day. So I feel fulfilled. I feel amazing. So I wrote down around seven things each day. And that, that, that way, there was no question of my tasks. It was written down and I can cross it off. And when somebody would ask me to do something or hang out, I could say no or yes. And I could look at my list and it was an easy answer. And it allowed me to, you know, have that clarity in my mind of what what can I do? Am I going to feel too stuffed? Am I, is my schedule going to be too much? And then I'm going to be stressed out and anxiety driven? And no, I just looked at my list and it, the answer was there. And the days where I forgot to do it, like when we hit December, I really slacked on it. And I felt horrible. I was doing every single day videos on my my dog's channel, Frankie to the Moon, and um, I didn't write down a to-do list, and I ended up failing that challenge because I didn't have anything to cross off. I I didn't know what I needed to do that day. It wasn't it wasn't simple for me. I, I made it harder for myself when all I had to do was write something down, and I would end up hanging out with people when I needed to do some work, and I just didn't know. 
And then I got home and I was full of anxiety. And so it's just a simple thing to start saying no. So number four, figure out what you actually like doing. (laughs) I know that sounds really easy, um, but there are too many days where we go eating things that make our stomachs upset or taking on work that leaves us drained for the day or hanging out with people who are toxic that we don't like or working out in the morning or night. Like, figure out what you like doing because you will actually enjoy doing things and waking up and living life. And, and I know there's some people who are listening who might be a little bit younger, like say like, I don't know, 12 years old, 14 years old, 16 years old. And you're like, I just, I don't know what I like. And that's completely fine. I'm 25 years old now. And I'm still like, I feel like I'm actually developing a (laughs) section in my brain that tells me if I actually like something, like I remember it. But I, I find when I was younger, I was just like, eh, I'll try it. Eh, I'll try it. Or it's like when you're, say, drinking alcohol, you're like, ah, no, I can have five shots. I think. I'm not going to be sick. I think. I think I'm going to be okay. But no, you, you definitely will feel like shit the next day. Um, and so there's so many things that we just do that we don't actually enjoy doing. And I, the way I, the way I figured it out for myself is I wrote down, I wrote like a journal, but I did like in a spreadsheet. And I just asked myself questions of like, did I feel good today? was the sun out? Yes or no? Um, did I eat breakfast? Did I eat lunch? Did I, did I eat dinner? Did I, dinner? <laughs> did I work out? Uh, and just little things like that. And it allowed me to figure out what I actually enjoy and what makes me feel good, which is really cool. So going on to number five, put things away. Oh my goodness. This is something that, that I am going to do and something that has, has changed my life, especially with people who, with, for a, uh, especially with people that have ADHD which is why this podcast is so hard to record because I'm sitting down doing one thing, talking to myself. This is going to change your life. So instead of, you know, taking something out of the fridge and leaving it on the counter, put it back. When you take off your clothes, put them in the laundry. And the way that I remember to do this, it's every time I was putting something away, I sang the song, put it away, 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 put it away. And I can't sing. So that's, that's the best it's going to get. And it helped so much more than just being like, oh, I got to put this away. But when I sang that song, it was like, okay, no, I need to focus on doing this. Because as somebody with ADHD, you know, I, I pick up my coffee and I'm like, okay, this needs to go in the dishwasher now. But then I walk by something that needs to go in the garbage. I go to put it in the garbage. Then I notice that the garbage needs to go. So I take the garbage out and then I walk outside. And I'm like, oh, whoa, there's a lot of snow here. I should shovel. And the next thing you know, my coffee cup is still on the counter, not in the dishwasher because I forgot. So do one thing at a time, put it away, put it away, because you won't do it later. And the times you actually need to do it are when you're rushed and then you have an anxiety attack. (laughs) Pretty simple. Number six, when you are hungry, instead of eating right away, drink water first. Trust me, there's, I mean, I feel like people have heard this on TikTok and I don't know the actual scientific fact about it, but a lot of the times our body tells us that we are, when we are hungry, we are actually thirsty and the worst case scenario, you have water with your meal or your snack. But every single time you're like, oh, I am hungry. Go grab a glass of water, drink a little bit, think about what you want to eat, grab your meal, finish your water with your meal. It's a simple, simple thing that is going to replenish your body and hopefully make it better for you to wake up the next morning. All of these things that, you know, when I think about having a good day or when I think about feeling amazing, it all starts with me waking up in the morning and not feeling tired. And the way I do that is hydration, nutrition, and exercise. And so 
that's why all of my list is kind of like towards that. So drink some water. And number seven, brush your teeth properly. <laughs> Trust me, it will make you feel clean, which will result in a headache-free day, a day of happiness, which is the, what I just talked about. I, I want to wake up feeling amazing. And the way to do that is actually brushing your teeth. And I know it may sound like it doesn't make sense. And you think that this is nothing because you brush your teeth every single day and all the time, but do what your doctor actually tells you to do and do it for a week. And then come back to me and tell me you don't feel great. You know what? How about this? Since we're on number seven, we're almost done here. I want you to DM me on Instagram saying that you listen to this far in the podcast. But the way to do that, just DM me, brush your teeth. DM me the line, brush your teeth. And I'll know that you listened this far and I'll be able to thank you. But trust me, it's going to change your entire day. Like if you don't want to floss, get a water pick. And I, I've actually gotten that. And way, the way I brush my teeth lately, which is probably wrong, but it helps me because I get a lot of like plaque buildup really easily. And that's just the way my mouth works. I use mouthwash first for a minute and I spit it out and it, I find it loosens all that plaque. And then I brush my teeth and then I use, um, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. I don't do that. That doesn't make sense. So what I do is I, I use mouthwash. Then I use my water pick because it can clear all that off and I don't want to clear off the floor of the toothpaste. And then after my water pick, I brush my teeth and I feel fucking amazing. I feel so clean. I feel ready for the day. I feel so energetic and it's such a weird thing, but I love it. And lastly, this is number eight, which is kind of funny because this entire podcast is about talking, but number eight is shut up. <laughs> You don't always need to be talking or doing something or scrolling or watching. Shut up and actually let yourself rest. So we get these days off and what do we do? We watch YouTube, scroll through TikTok and just engage our minds all damn day long. Listen to me. If there's one greatest thing that I've learned in the past two years that I've, I actually spiraled my success and, you know, my, my, my poetry, my writings, my, my social media is, um, you don't always need to post. You don't always need an Instagram story. You don't always need to be talking. You don't always need to be commenting or on your phone. You can actually live your life and still be successful and not miss out on anything and actually enjoy your life. So just shut up. Shut up in many different aspects. And I know that sounds so harsh, but you don't always need to be consuming. You don't always need to be talking. You don't always need to be posting. You will find yourself being cared for a lot more by you and by others because no one is drowning in your spewing thoughts. I know that sounds sad, but trust me, when somebody's screaming at you, a lot of people have this issue when they're going through a mental health battle and they're like, no one wants to help me, but all you've done is complain to them. You've become this broken record. And this isn't a bad thing. You can always go to therapy and, and there will be somebody to listen to you and actually help you. But when you find that you, your, your friends don't know how to help you and they stop listening to you, um, it might be because you're not actually giving them a chance to breathe or think or talk. It might be because you're constantly reminding them of how much they need to help you. And you actually haven't even thought about what you're thinking about or what you're saying. So please, shut up in the nicest way possible. Think about how you feel. Enjoy your time alone. Enjoy this empty space. Enjoy the quiet moments. And I promise you, 
you will find yourself being cared for more by you and by others because no one is drowning in your spewing thoughts. Thank you guys very much for listening to the podcast. And again, thank you very much for supporting. You guys are absolutely amazing. If you want to go grab my two books or any of my hoodies or any of my blankets or candles, you can go to stayu.ca, which is stayu.ca. And um, we finally have stock back in, which is exciting because we were sold out for um, all of Christmas, really. (laughs) And I'm happy to say that we're back. So thank you guys so much for all the support. And I hope this list and this podcast makes you have the your year of your life and happy 2022 everyone